Radio 3 Podcast. My name is Marcus Marks. And I'm Victor Jr. Hi. And we are, <laughs> and we are the Party of Three Podcast. But there's just two of us. <laughs> no, there's a reason why we call it Party mm-hmm. of Three. I just want to explain it. So, my representation of the Party of Three Podcast and how I came up with it is because I am bipolar. I looked at it as a way to represent my three states of uh, manic, depressive, and baseline. So party of three just means that there's three angles to me in how I operate uh, seasonally and how my bipolar affects me. And like I said, baseline is just, you know, regular me. So that's one part of me. When I'm manic, that's a whole nother different person that comes out of me. So that's two. And when I'm depressed, that's a whole nother guy. Somebody who, you know, you wouldn't recognize. And that's three, so I call it Party of Three. And, and, for, and for Victor... It's my three voices from schizophrenia that I would hear. And that's Sammy, <laughs> Jones, and Jeremy. So when I, I originally told him the idea for Party of Three, I had a whole list of, of ideas that I just I jot down from time to time. When I originally jotted that down, it wasn't even in the intent for the title of a podcast. It was just an idea for another project that I had. And uh, that was the first thing on my list that I pitched him, and it kind of just worked right off the bat. Yeah, it did. Which is a, it's a pretty cool idea. <laughs> we both resonated with it. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, so it just it worked right off the bat. And uh, I ended up liking it more and more, the more podcasts that we did. And it just started to have a ring to it more. The more that we say it, the more you'll get used to it, the more I'll get used to it. And it does kind of have a ring, PO3. I mean, it's easy to say. Yeah. It's not, it's not hard to remember. And online, it's PO3podcast.com. Oh, uh, go ahead and plug uh, NAMI again. One more time. So we've been plugging NAMI, and the only reason why, you know, they're not a paid or nothing like that. We're not, but, yeah, they're not a paid sponsorship or anything. Yeah, but we're plugging them because it's very important for people to know who they are, and they are the National Alliance on Mental Illness. And if you ever have any issues with yourself or anyone that you know, Feel free to go to www.nami.org. That's www.nami.org. Or you could also call the NAMI helpline at 1-800-950-6264. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm really good. I just There's a couple things I wanted to dive into. Since it is the holidays, we're currently November 27th. So tomorrow is Thanksgiving. It falls on the last Thursday of this month, which is weird. Usually it's a little bit earlier, so it feels like it's the, the very end of the month. And as soon as we're done with this, the holidays, are, you know, we're already, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. It's going to fly by. It already, it already flew by. I didn't realize. I thought it was like Monday or something. Are you going to do any Christmas shopping? Um, well, I'm going to get a late start because, like you know, I'm going through a whole unemployment process. And I still have yet to receive it, which was... At fault of my own, because somebody had already told me the reason why I didn't, I haven't received my money yet, but I fixed all that. And uh, I got to wait at least another week before I receive any of my, my earnings. Do you but feel obligated? To Christmas shop? Yeah. I don't feel obligated because I enjoy doing it. Oh, see, that's yeah. good. Some I, people I, feel obligated to shop for Christmas. And- that's well, that's what I wanted to talk about is one of the pressures of... You know, that the holidays may bring for some people and the general anxieties of that participation that uh, a lot of people go through and the obligations that we feel to have to buy everybody that certain gift or something that they're asking for just to validate their happiness or or whatever it is. But for me, I don't feel obligated because I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I I would prefer not receiving anything. I don't really want to get any gifts because I feel like. You know, I mean, with my self-esteem, I don't feel like I deserve anything, really. And I just don't, I don't need anything. All the shit that I need is the stuff that I, I'll just buy. On your right, own. Yeah, yeah, right there in the moment when I do need it. So there's really no particular list that I have. Well, you do deserve anything that you want. That's for sure. But, you know, I think with anxiety, there's a whole bunch of different ways. I mean, somebody might be feeling anxiety because they're going to be around family. Or if it's not that, they might feel anxiety and the pressures of having to go out and buy gifts. And if it's not that, then they might feel anxiety of actually shopping and being around a crowd of people or in the traffic and the chaos of all the holiday shopping. So there's so many different ways 
all that, that someone could feel that anxiety coming on because of the holidays. I know I do for sure because I have a problem with social anxiety. And this is the time of year where everything just ramps up times 10 and everybody, there's always traffic. I mean, we live in a, a, a kind of a small area. It's not as bad as LA as far as traffic goes or anything. But over here, that's what it starts like. It starts kind of mirroring that that lifestyle over there. There's traffic yeah, everywhere, cars everywhere. Everyone's chaotic. Every store that you go to is just filled to the brim with customers everywhere. And it's elbow to elbow in the mall. And for me, I've had a problem with social anxiety. So going out and actually putting myself out there and being involved in these crowds does trigger my anxiety a lot to the point where I just kind of don't want to do it sometimes. And that's maybe where the obligation would come. There, That would be my only obligation is having to go to the stores. I mean, a lot of people order online, but I like to do my shopping in person because I see it as an opportunity to work through my social anxiety. And there are those options for people, you know, going online and doing it. And I know a few people who only shop online. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at somebody who only shops online right now. That's why I had a, a really deep pause. But yeah, for me, um, man, I remember last year was really hard on me. I got like, full-blown panic attacks and inside a Walmart because there's so many people are in the mall. It's where it's like a, a point of like tunnel vision. I've trained myself over the years because I've always had anxiety, how to deal with those more. But it's still anxiety, whether I like yes. it or not. It's still there in the back of my head. I wish I could just go out and not have that pressure. Do you of, shop at Black Friday? During Black Friday? Um, I haven't shopped Black Friday in a while just because it's even worse than the holidays. Yeah. I mean, it is the holidays, but it's even worse than uh, I feel like Christmas shoppers because everyone's trying to get that deal. I mean, you've seen the videos, people yeah. fighting for like TVs and shit. But now it's like there's deals. There's going to be deals tomorrow evening. People open up, everything opens up and then there's going to have the doorbusters and then the midday sales and then the end of day sales. And then you have your Saturday doorbusters and all week long. And then I there like comes uh, what? Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, too. Cyber Sex Monday, or Cyber Monday. Yeah. Um, Monday. I like it. I like to participate in it, but I always find myself going after the crowds are gone. So usually, I mean, it's kind of counterintuitive. I'm not really going to find too many sales, but there are certain stores that maybe not a lot of people get into, like Guitar Center or something like that, that there would generally be more sales uh, or more stuff available because there's not as many musicians in the area or something like that. But I always find a couple, at least a couple of deals, like the mic that we're using right now, I got... Maybe in 2000, 2014 or something around there, I want to say, is when I picked up this mic on a Black Friday. I got it like $100 off. Well, that's and, not uh, bad. That's yeah, a good deal. Yeah, I don't really go for like clothes or anything. I don't, I'm conservative when it comes to clothes. I'll usually go buy the cheapest shit that I can buy that's still fashionable and just take as good care of it as I possibly can and then just rewear that shit throughout the year. I like looking at the ads. <laughs> the ads <laughs> <Yeah>. online? <laughs> No, the Black Friday, you know, the the ads that come in the newspaper. Oh, man, that's old school right there. That's, that's <laughs> some shit that my parents would do. Look at the ads and they, yeah, they used to uh, go out and do all that shopping. How about you? Do you get like social anxiety or gen- uh, general anxiety? No, I'm very social. I love So people. when you go out and you see those huge crowds and the, this parking lot with a me. million cars, it doesn't even affect you? No, not at all. So you can't relate really to no, it? No, not at all. I mean, I'll... I'd, I'll go and start talking to people in line. I mean, I could be in line at the grocery store and talk to the old lady in front of me and the person behind me. And well, like if I known them for years. <laughs> for me, it's the complete opposite. I go into the store and I immediately think everyone hates me, and I immediately, I immediately, everybody hates me. Yeah. Nobody loves me. I immediately think that are. no, I just get super paranoid, and that anxiety starts like ramping up, and it, it starts building up and I eventually just put my hood on and I just want to be out of there. So what is it that you feel? Anxiety, like a pressure, just like this adrenaline rush almost. You start getting just para- and Paranoia, and yeah. Wow. Paranoia and nervousness and just all around bad mood. That's how it affects me. By going to get groceries or something, I, I've been constantly avoiding Winco, the grocery store, because so many people go in there, no matter really what time of day that you're in there. There's always a lot of people, and it just, I don't know what it is, man. It's just something about being around a lot of people puts me in this state of mind where I get nervous, and I get, like, sick. Really? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like throwing up sometimes, or? Mm, Maybe not to that extent. Maybe when I was younger, yeah. But it's almost like a tunnel vision, how I can describe it. 
everything just I kind of tune out and I'm just kind of in my own world. I kind of let my girl do the shopping and I'll just kind of push the cart. But other days I'm fine, depending on what state of mind I'm in. Other days I'm, I'm good. Like sometimes it doesn't even affect me. Like I'll know if it's going to be a good trip or not. And I can usually feel the anxiety building up before I even leave the house, if it's going to be a good day or not. Do you plan your trip, your shopping trip to where you think not very many people are going to be there? Yeah, I try to. I try to go early. Makes sense. Yeah, I try to go as early as I can or go late. Sometimes you can't avoid it, though. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do it. Everybody's trying to get those deals. But that's where a lot of the pressures of the holiday come into. I mean, I don't, like I said, I don't feel obligated to do that stuff. I enjoy it. But it does play a factor. I mean, how do you feel about that kind of stuff as far as uh, gifts and all that and having to go buy somebody something or having a list of people that you want to buy for or vice versa, having them buy you shit? Like, I, do people ask you what you want? I love Christmas. I love it, too. You know, I I always, you know, my thing is, is I like for the people in my life to make a Christmas list. So you take out a piece of paper. Write every single thing that you want. I mean, you could put anything on there from the smallest thing to the biggest thing on there. You want a yacht? Write it down on there. Of course, I'm not going to buy anybody a yacht. But write down every single thing you want because there's going to be one or two things on that list that I can afford and I can get you. So at least I'm getting you something that you really want and not going out buying something that you don't want or that you don't need. And that's my thing. I, I love it. I love having people write out a list for me. And Why do you love it so much? Because of the feeling it gives you? Or do you just, yeah, like, just, are you just it, a giving person naturally? It, it's, I'm naturally a giving person, but I just love the holidays. I, was, I grew up celebrating Christmas like that, getting gifts, giving gifts. And it's just awesome. I love it. I, I love Christmas morning. I love Christmas. Man, um, yeah, I'm more of a giver too. I don't really, I'm not too big on asking for shit and I never will. What's wrong with your tooth? What's wrong with it? I'm too tired right now. Like a lot? Do you need to take aspirin? No, I'm cool. Um, yeah, I'm not really too into asking anybody for anything. Like if they ask me what I want, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what to tell them. I, t- I, I just tell them I don't know what I want, which I, I'm not. Nec- <laughs> Somebody <laughs> not- had to get hurt right now. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> that was a, yeah, that was a cop. Somebody's acting up. I don't, I don't necessarily know what I want either. Like I said, so I don't really know what to tell you. I'd rather, I've tried to hint it. Multiple times to family members or to my girlfriend that could we just skip gifts this year? I don't want to go through that. Like, I don't want them to feel obligated to. Like, they need yeah. to buy me anything because I really don't need shit. And I know people got bills. It's hard enough, you know, going Here's throughout the, the year. Is your girlfriend going to get you something anyway? She probably will. And that's the thing. It's Write so, down a list of all the things you want from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. So might as well just help her out. Exactly. And Otherwise, gonna she's going to struggle, huh? She's going she's to struggle. She's going to get stressed out. Remove that stress from her life and just throw That's her right. alone. And not only that, but you're getting something that you really do want. I guess. I mean, I really don't I want mean, anything. Doesn't it make sense, though? My no, list? it does. It makes perfect sense. I prefer it that way because I don't want you to have to pull your hair out trying to get me something. Because whether or not it's coming from a place of, uh, you know, generosity and they're being genuine and it's coming from their heart. So I want them to feel... Like, they did something good, too. And you're going to get her something anyways, right? I always get her something, no so matter then what. wouldn't it be better to have a whole list of things that she wants? And you explain, look, I might not get every single thing on your list, mm-hmm. but at least I'll get you something, one, two, three, four things that you really do want. That's a good idea. But for us throughout the year, we get each other shit throughout the year all the time. Like, remember when I surprised her with that vanity? That yeah. makeup vanity? So, like, it doesn't matter what time of year it is for me. I mean, because my girlfriend, she has... Uh, she just does her makeup in the bathroom like she did it like you know any other girl would do it just in the bathroom in the morning she has all her stuff in a little bag and there would be I mean I showed you remember I showed you a picture of her just doing it on the uh, the ground yeah. so we just had like this regular mirror and then she put it like on the ground and then she would like sit on the ground and do her makeup and I remember thinking I was like ah, I don't want to fix that because she she'd mentioned a few times that or we'd be at a furniture store and we'd see like a makeup vanity the ones with like the the, the movie star lights around it that mm. you see in like dressing rooms and stuff or green rooms of of theaters uh, she really liked those. And uh, I remember going out one day just to check it out on a Saturday while she was at work. And I, I came across one that I thought she would really like. So I ended up purchasing it and surprising her with it down the road. So, I mean, that was a cool gift. I mean, it was out of nowhere, though. We were in, I mean, this was, what, four months ago or something like yeah. that? Three months ago, maybe? 
three months ago. And it was, I mean, we weren't really, I mean, we were approaching the holidays. It wasn't anywhere, anywhere near it. I just thought I wanted to do something nice for her just to do it. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Thoughtful on your part. Very thoughtful. Yeah. And she didn't. And for me, that was more of a surprise than Christmas because Christmas, you're kind of expecting something. Mm-hmm. This, she had no idea. It just came completely from left field. And I love doing shit like that for her or for anybody. You know, I like if I see something and I, for somebody and I can afford it, I'd like to be able to pick it up for them yeah. if I can. And I enjoy that feeling more of ever receiving anything. Yeah. So, I mean, we get we get we get each other stuff throughout the year all the time. Like if there's if we're shopping or we're at the store, or maybe I like a pair of pants or whatever, she'll offer to buy me stuff, and I don't always decline. Sometimes I will let her, you know, because she wants to. Mm-hmm. And that's that's usually how we do it. And that and that's another thing I want to talk about too is just because it's the holidays doesn't mean that you have to put on. Like like an act, in other words, like almost yeah. an obligation to show up. I feel like everyone just shows up to this place and we're only around each other. Like all the family just gathers because it is the holidays. I try to keep that spirit alive outside of the holidays as much as I can. Like let's visit each other and do little things and have these little barbecues and stuff outside of the holidays. It doesn't matter if it's somebody's birthday or something like that. Just appreciating each other and our, our company. That's true. But a lot of times... Some family members live far away. Mine don't have the, an excuse. Yeah, yours don't have an excuse. We're very close. To Some family members live far away, and it works out for them because the holidays is actually the time off, the national time off. So everybody has that time off, so they can fly in and be together. I understand. But that. I get what you're saying. So it's a give or take. It's for the ple- for the people and the families that are within close proximity of each other, and it's just a mile radius of like fifty yeah. or something like that. I feel like you should make the effort when you can throughout and reserve some time throughout the year. To put towards spending quality family time with each other, if you if you care about each other, yeah, because I think it's really important to just create as many of those moments as you possibly can, and just make a uh, make a tradition out of it. Like um, certain families always, you know, go to church on Sunday together, or whatever the case may be. I think it's it goes the same with uh, just spending time with each other, because the holidays I feel like it's forced in a way. Like we're all just here. Like, you know what I hate, too, is when you go somewhere and somebody throws, like, a party, a birthday party or something, and you always get those people who just show up, eat, and then leave. <laughs> I don't like that, dude. Like, I mean, yeah. if you're really there for that Socialized, person. Yeah. I mean, I can see if you don't really know these people, but if it's your family and then you're just showing up to eat and leave, I feel like, yeah. oh, man. Like, for me, I like to overstay my welcome a little bit. Like, I like to show up early before anything's even set up, spend the whole day there. And then if I eat, I don't dip out to, like, way later. I like to spend some... Quality time with you guys. You wait at least back. five minutes, right? At least five, four, three <laughs> minutes, you know, something, and then leave. <laughs> but I have a beer and leave. <laughs> yeah. Well, I like I like to let them know I'm not just there for the food, man. I'm I'm here for your company, and that's just a bonus, you know. I'm gonna spend as yeah. much time, and then and then from there, even try and plan something else to come back again. Yeah, of course. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. There's there's a lot of people who just like to eat and run. Um, I understand I sometimes people have to because of work or something. You just want to show face right away. But if you have the time. But if you have the time, you know, sit there and enjoy your family. I mean, just because you're tired. I can see if you're sick is one thing. But if just because you're tired, sometimes you got to sacrifice a little bit of sleep. Sorry, there's sirens in the background. We live in the hood. Yeah. And no, we're not broadcasting from New York City. <laughs> and we won't say where. Oh, I'm not going to say where. We're in sorry. California. Put it that way. Catalina Island. So yeah, I mean, I I really love the holidays, and I was gonna uh, tell you a story of a not a story, but I mean, I really love participating. But a couple years ago, wasn't that? Yeah, it wasn't last year. It was the year before that. It just, I feel like I would like to remove the overall general obligation to have to get shit for people because for some people they can't afford it. Yeah, you know, like I was in the boat a couple of years ago where I had I hadn't been working and I didn't have I didn't have any source of income, I didn't have unemployment or anything like that, and then I was already staying at my mom's house with my girlfriend, so we were already in a pretty, pretty tight spot, and it's already you know I mean I was twenty nine years old or twenty eight years old, however old I was, a couple of years ago, and the holidays were approaching, and I started stressing out, stressing out more, and I was like, man. What the fuck am I gonna do? You know, yeah. like I don't. You don't ever want to be that person who can't afford to participate and give back when, because if you're receiving something for somebody and you you don't have anything to give them, it gives you, you know, it doesn't feel good. You know, at least for me, yeah. I didn't feel good about it's because it because you're a giver. Yeah, and it felt horror. It tore me up. I remember 
And then Christmas Day came, I had nothing to give to anybody. Like, I had to ask my mom, like, to to buy her, like, a body pillow or just something that we saw in Walmart. I was like, I think she wanted something like that. So, okay, I mean, can you help me out? Maybe just buy that. And that was, like, the only thing I was able to get her that year. I didn't even, I wasn't even able to get her anything. And then me and Myra, like, or excuse me, my girlfriend, uh, that's her name, scraped some money together to get my, my mom. Like, we couldn't get him anything. We had to, like, scrape money together and go to Walmart and get, like, a trash can. Like, I remember we got him a new trash can. Like, who the fuck gets you a trash can for Christmas, dude? Like, because their stupid little pedal didn't work on the trash can to lift the lid. So, I don't know. It's, it just seemed appropriate at the time for the budget we were in <laughs> under. But I remember waking up that morning, dude, and I told, I told my dad, I was like, I don't even want to. I'm not going to go over because I have nothing I don't have anything yeah. to bring to you guys. I don't have any gifts or anything. I called him. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it just because so-and-so or I didn't, whatever my excuse was. I didn't want to tell him that was the reason. Yeah. And then uh, I ended up going, long story short, he convinced me to go. But I remember just waking up and like not feeling good, dude. I was really, really depressed. I was like, I think I did cry. Because <laughs> I, oh. I, I did cry because I didn't have anything to give to Myra. I didn't have anything yeah. to give to my parents. I didn't have anything to give my sister or my grandma. And it, I just felt like, I felt like a real piece of shit, dude. I was like, man, like, this is the position you're in right now. You're out of work. You're almost this. I mean, I'm, I'm 28 years old and I don't have anything to give to anybody. And it's Christmas Day and I can't celebrate it with people the correct way. Because of those obligations, you know? Yeah, that's right. And I feel like that's not the important part. Of the holidays, I, th- I feel like the most important part is just spending time with each other, and that's what I should have put in the back of that's my head. That's a good gift, though, if you think about it. A Your good time? gift to no, a good gift to actually go through that experience. Yeah, because I never wanted to be in that position again. Yeah, it's a humbling experience, and it's it's a great gift actually. Yeah, it wasn't fun, but it did humble me. And then the year, the following year after that, I was still unemployed, but I was doing my uh, recording engineering sessions. And it felt good because I was able to give my whole uh, family gifts just from my music money that I made. And I was able to fill our little Christmas tree with gifts for my girlfriend. It felt really good, man. I was just, I didn't care whatever I had made for my money or for my music. I spent it all on on gifts because I wasn't going to go back to the position I was in the year before. I didn't give a shit. I was like, look, I'm totally changing that this year. And I I was was actually able to, you know, get, you know, everybody something that they wanted. And it felt really good. I even took a picture of our little tree, and I, I <laughs> yeah, I want to put it on like the photo album and stuff. It was pretty cool. And then this year is a whole other story. So I was stressing out again because I'm again unemployed. Yeah, you'll be good. Again. And uh, here we are approaching the holidays, but I'm cutting it close. But I'm pretty sure I think I'm gonna yeah, pull it off fine. this year. There's always a way to do it, so I'm gonna pull it off again. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know it's what the hell great. I'm gonna get anybody, but. Don't even stress on it. No, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Yeah, don't even stress on it. Because that's the thing that's how the holidays make you feel sometimes. And you don't want to go through that because then you're not really taking the time to enjoy the holidays. <clears throat> yeah, you're... You know, you're not in joy. <laughs> you're out of joy. So you want to be joyful during yeah, this time. You're too time busy stressing on everything to even take the time to appreciate it. Unnecessary. And you know what? It's the way I think now. If you really can't, then you can't. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. yeah, I feel like if it's within your control, though, I mean, you got to do something, a little bit of something. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if you have to go to the Dollar Tree and get a little bit of... <laughs> I wish I could just convince them to just like, hey, let's skip gifts this year. But I have the kind of mom who's just not going to do that. She doesn't know when to stop. Yeah. She's, like, she's just one of those moms that's like... That's how my mom is. She's going to get you something no matter what. So yeah. just let her do what she's going to do and there's no changing her mind. And if you don't get anything, it's okay. Yeah, she doesn't even care. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's different with my stepdad, though. I think it's it's, it's like it's like comedy. Cause <laughs> I don't know if he just doesn't know what she wants or he doesn't listen. But every every like time she opens a gift from uh, my stepdad, she's like, "Oh, it's nice, but it's the wrong size." Or I don't like this color, and this is like she has nothing nice to say. See, about she it. should do a list. <laughs> she's the perfect person. Why don't you recommend them do a list? I believe she has a list, though. I believe she has a long list. <laughs> yeah. Does she give it to him? Does he give it to her? No, does because oh I don't know I have no oh idea. so when when she gets him stuff for Christmas when he gets her stuff so she, she always has out. like a look of like minor disappointment on her face so then she should write out a list for him you yeah, should I recommend that to him and I don't know yeah I don't know if uh, I don't know if he does or she does yeah that'd be a good recommendation for them you know at least 
maybe this year will be different. She'll get everything that she wants. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to dive into that a little bit and just talk about the holidays. And I mean, I think it's appropriate since it's, it is that time of year and maybe even resolutions or something like that, that we have, uh, you know, saved up for, you know, post New Year's this year. Do you have anything in particular? You know what I really do want to bring up, though, since it is the holidays. People, come on. If you're going to drink, don't drive. There There's so many deaths during the holidays. You know, you got to love yourself, love your families. And, you know, there's there's no excuse anymore. It, there's, there's Uber. Lyft. Lyft. You know, I'm a Lyft driver. You know, you just just download the app and and connect to Lyft or, or any other rideshare or family member, public transportation, whatever it is. There's no excuse anymore. There's always a ride out there for everyone and someone. And the drivers are willing to work. Pick up your phone, call somebody, call a neighbor, whatever. Just don't drink and drive because you're going to end up hurting or killing yourself or hurting and killing somebody else, his loved one. So that's one of the main things I wanted to say. Yeah, I don't do it. Yeah. That was one of the things I'm fighting this year, too, is uh, I'm trying to resist the urge of drinking. If you do drink, there's nothing wrong with that. Just well, for me, I mean, you're at. you know what? I know what I'm just for my mental health. Yeah. For my mental yeah, sake. Course. I'm trying to resist the urge because I feel like. It's okay to drink depending on the environment. You know, if you're around your family and you're having a good time and you're out to dinner and it's appropriate, you know, go ahead and do it. But if you know if it doesn't affect you well, like for me at least, I never know what I'm going to get with it. Sometimes it, it'll make me more depressed the next day or I'll really get in my head. But if I'm having a good time, sometimes it'll, it'll, it'll be fine. Like I won't see any really negative side effects from it. But I feel like it's important to just be okay with being sober if you are doing something. Yeah. A lot of people, they, they feel like they have to drink and they have to get intoxicated when they're having a company or they're going out mm-hmm. and they're going to do something so they can change their, their mind state. Or one drink leads to another drink and then another drink. And another yeah, because I have, I have a tendency to, to form habits, you know, like cigarettes or energy drinks or alcohol, whatever it is you, you pick. That's why I never got into uh, drugs as much as I wanted to and as much as it... <laughs> No, really, because no, because I wanted to indulge because of all the shit I was going through, I had nothing to numb my pain. Yeah, you know, I I didn't, and that was another thing I was pissed off about was because I was going through all these these struggles, and it was like, oh man, now I can't even now I can't even get fucked up to hide how I'm feeling because I'm afraid of uh, indulging. You know, I'm I'm afraid of uh, experimenting with drugs because of how it affected me the first time. But and that's the reason why people develop those other habits to try to numb the pain or get rid of something else well that's what i'm saying is like my vices so cigarettes and stuff it was just something that i used as a a mind like a temporary band-aid to put over whatever yeah. anxiety or stress i was feeling in the moment to kind of alleviate the pain but i don't want to have to i want to be in a, in a state where i'm well enough to where i don't need that stuff that's why I should recognize when I'm wanting to drink because I'm stressed out or if it's just because it's appropriate. And it's very common. A lot of people will latch on to other things like that. And like I said, if you're in that situation, do your research, you know, think about what you're going to do. If it's something that you're trying to band-aid, like Mark Mark said, then dig deeper within yourself and find out, okay, what's the reason? Why am I feeling this way? Why do I want to cover this or that? And you know what? The biggest thing, the biggest accomplishment you could ever get in your life is facing that fear or anxiety or that pain or suffering that you're holding within yourself. The biggest thing about bad dating stuff is you're trying to mask or cover something. So what you want to do is you want to dig deep with inside of yourself and find out why you want to cover up something. What is it within you that you're running from or hiding from? Bring that out. Bring it up to the surface. Face it. The biggest thing and biggest accomplishment in your life is going to be facing that fear, that issue, or that situation that you had to deal with either in your past or recently. And you need to bring that up and face it and write it out. Do whatever you need to do. Talk about it and release it. And remember, use it as a stepping stone. Yeah, I think it's. I I think um, recognizing 
the reason that you are trying to have a drink or something like that falls into the category of drinking responsibly. Because if you know it's going to cause mental damage and further aggravate your symptoms that you're already having as far as your depression, or maybe it may trigger you if you're bipolar, maybe it may trigger something, recognizing that and resisting the urge and resisting the urge to drink and seeing that and realizing that it's not good for you. And if it's not, you got to really try and, you know, conjure up the strength to, to, uh, to, you know, work it out and really talk out your issues rather than hide them. Cause it's just, that's all really, you know, alcohol is for a lot of people that are going through pain. Yeah, it just, pain. it's just a way to numb it. And I think it would be considered drinking responsibly if you, if you don't drink, when yeah. you're feeling those ways. And because to only you drink when is, you're in a, in a healthy mind state. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And because you're only doing it just to cover something up. And what you're going to constantly do is it's always going to be there. It's not going away. It's not going anywhere until you face it. You have to face it. And okay. by drinking or doing whatever it is to cover up, numb that pain, it's always going to surface. It's always going to surface. It's always going to come back. Because you're not really getting rid of it the way you should be. Well, and also, too, what I forget to even mention is if you are mentally ill and you're trying to drink, you probably shouldn't be in the first place. Yeah. But second of all, if you're mentally ill, you're probably on mental uh, or uh, medication. Yeah. So you probably shouldn't be drinking at all. So those you might <laughs> you probably just got to get used to coming out of the, those, those habits if you do want to get healthier. Because for me... Another one of the reasons why I was afraid to get on medication, as stupid as it may sound, is I didn't want to have to cross out drinking on my list as, <laughs> as one of the things that I can do anymore. Because, yeah, I do like to go out and have a good time sometimes. And alcohol is one way to do it since I don't smoke or do anything like that. That was one of the ways that I can escape a little bit, which I shouldn't have to escape. Yeah. But if you're on medication, that's not one of those things that you should be doing anyway and it's, and it's healthier just to to remove it from your life and it's just a new lifestyle that you're going to have to live if you are trying to get healthier oh yeah beer causes gut <laughs> well yeah other, other than it caught you know it makes you overweight and stuff and, and it in excess yeah. in excessive amounts and then causes you to eat and you know be hungrier which adds on more stress that you don't need and it's just it's just bad for your health overall but it's, if you are healthy and in in moderation couple of drinks is never you know yeah, it's not it's a bad okay. thing yeah. if you drink responsibly but if you're drinking to escape you might want to evaluate that yeah you're drinking to get drunk you know and then you're imperative and then there's yeah you don't know what you're doing where you're going especially people are going to try to drive and you no know, forget it you're going to hurt yourself or somebody else yep and you know there's help for everybody internet access is so easy now Everybody has something on their cell phone. Everyone knows someone who's gone through something. Reach out. Always reach out. Never be afraid to do that. There's always help somewhere, everywhere. You know, those are the key subjects. And don't ever feel pressure. You know, if, if you're feeling pressure that you have to go out and buy gifts, then you know you're, the holidays has the wrong meaning for you. I mean, if, if you look at everything the right way during the holidays, it should be a pleasant experience. Even though it's... Mm -hmm. Kind of inevitably stressful. You just got to realize that the only thing that's important is, you know, the time that we're spending together. If you do, or if you are fortunate enough to have those people in your life right. that you want to gather around. And be around and, you know, have a good, solid meal, mm -hmm. which shouldn't just be limited to the holidays. Yeah. You know, you should start thinking about doing that more often because not everyone's going to be around forever. That's the whole thing, though. You got to realize that and you have to... I try to remind myself that I think uh, it kind of ties into your your gratitude, yeah. Um, your gratitude belief, as far as realizing that this whole thing is temporary. Everything is not forever, and these people in your life are temporary. And think about how quickly life has gone. I mean, think about the last ten years. You were twenty years old, mm -hmm. and now this year you're going to be thirty in December, right? Mm -hmm. So think about how quickly it's gone by. I mean, going through the process doesn't seem like it, but it's like a blink of the eye. Think about how quickly another 10 years is going to go by for you. It's going to be the same exact thing. Scary, huh? 
and it's my <laughs> choice, you know, to That's change right. how I how I live these years. And make the best of it. Don't be afraid to take that step. You know, if you think about it Come out it of your too comfort much, zone. That's right. If you think about it too much, you're not going to do it. Don't think about it. Just do it. Like I said, it's better to do it and fail at something so that you can go back and do better next time than to never try it all again and ponder for the rest of your life wishing or thinking in regret of why didn't I at least try to do it? You know, just life's too short. Just go for it. It did go by really fast. So, dude, it's like one day I'm... Um holding down a job when I'm 18 got my first job and next thing you know you're in the bar because you turned 21 <laughs> I didn't even do anything for my 21st no I didn't do anything I remember just being at home I think I got laid off or something I don't remember what I was doing but I didn't even care about when I turned 21 because at 17 I had a fake ID yeah. so I was getting into places I was already used to being in the club and stuff all of my other friends I mean they, they did stuff for their 21st but I was older than a lot of my friends so I got to turn 20, uh, 21 first, but I didn't do anything. I remember going to the store to use my ID when I turned 21. I was at my mom's house, went to the store, and I ended up seeing one of my friends in the store at the time. He's like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, it's your birthday, huh? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, let's go have a beer back at your house. So we bought some beer. He bought it, actually. I didn't even get to use my ID. And we went back to my house. We had a couple beers, and that was it. And called it a night. I didn't even really do anything. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of people think that just because it's your 21st, whatever, you got to go all out. That's just not the way I lived. Yeah. I never really celebrated my birthdays like that. I never always felt... <laughs> well, you were already drinking before you are Um, No, I didn't I no? didn't drink till I was like eight. Well, okay, I did. I drank when I was 18 for the first time. Really? I remember, yeah, I remember. Well, because it goes back to kid. when I had my incident when I was 12. Oh, that's it right. It scared me off of all that yeah. shit. I was afraid to experiment with intoxicants. And so it kind of, uh, it just put that fear in my head that I'll probably have the same reaction with alcohol. I was afraid for alcohol to have that same effect on me. Yeah, I wish that I was just that ignorance. Fear. No, yeah, it was just ignorance. But uh, I was 13 years old. I got drunk off my ass on Jack Daniels. Oh, well, God. my cousin tried to get me drunk one time. I remember one time we were around the same age. I was probably even younger than 12. I was probably, I don't know how old. I was younger than that, though. And we were at my grandma's house and... My cousin was a couple years older than me, but he knew people that were, I don't know how he knew that they were 21, but they brought us alcohol and he had a whole bag of alcohol and we snuck it into my grandma's house, into his room and we were going to drink it. And I had never had an experience with like anything like that before. And uh, I remember him going in the closet to try to hide the alcohol. And then I don't know where I just hear from the, you know, from the back, from the back of the room, or whatever, and everything like shattered. So he broke everything. So we didn't get like all the bottles oh. they broke, but it was good though. Cause I was like relieved. I was like, all right, cool. I don't gotta have to. I don't have to drink. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't have to go through with it. Because I was nervous, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, the first time I drank, I was eighteen. I remember me and my friend Thomas went to his house, and he was having like a little kickback or whatever. And I had just got off of work, and I went over there, and he had been trying to get me to drink for a while. I was like, you know what, fuck it. So he handed me a Corona, and I slowly drank it, and I st- I felt like a little bit of buzz from it, but only had one beer. And then that following weekend, he had, like, another party at his house. It was, like, a bigger party. And uh, I remember, I was like, you know, I'm going to try and drink again. So he had, like, a couple Coors Lights, or he had a case of Coors Lights, so I cracked one. By the time I got through with that, man, I was buzzing hard, dude. And then (laughs) my first beer, from one beer, I was buzzing hella hard. And then uh, I decided to crack another one open. By the time I got done with the second one, dude, I was fucked up. Like, I was faded, dude. I was like... Damn, dude, I ended up, like, making out with some girl outside, and she was, like, not attractive to me. And I just remember <laughs> I just remember making out with her. It was a heavier woman, too. And uh, just because I was feeling good, man, I was like, man, I've never felt this before. And I ended up, that was, so that was my first experience with being uh, being drunk, but I was only 18. But, yeah, it scared, it scared me off of uh, alcohol for the longest time because, like I said, when I was 12, that was the first time I smoked uh, or experimented with marijuana. And uh, I had smoked a couple times prior to that, and it didn't really do anything to me. I hit it from the pipe. I got like a little bit of a like a like a body change, and like when I would close my eyes, like everything felt wavy and stuff. But that was the furthest that ever went. And I and I was I was holding it in too. I was taking a hit, holding it in, taking a hit, holding it in. Maybe it was just some dank weed or something like that. <laughs> but the next, the following. The following time after that, I guess I had way too much confidence, but went over to my cousin's house again. 
and he filled he up the some good shit. He packed a bong though this time. He packed a bong. Oh, so I was kind of jumping ahead of myself, but he wanted me to do it. So I cleared the first one, coughing like a motherfucker, dude. I was coughing for like five minutes straight. He's like, I didn't even enough. So he packed it again. He's like, here, clear this ball too. So I cleared that one. And by the time I blew out that smoke, I went on autopilot, dude. Everything was just a dream from that point on. Damn. Long story short, I mean, I can get into that story one of these days about my whole trip on um, on, the, on the marijuana or whatever it was laced with. And man, it was a trippy story. And it's a big reason why I am the way I am today is because of that incident when I was 12. But yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Are you... Are you are, are you already drained or what? Are you really? You no, want to wrap it up? Bad. No, 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 no. You're not too bad. Let's edit some of this stuff out. Oh, no, there. yeah, I already wrote it down and working out. I'm going to edit it from 43 on and then I'll cut out from there. Okay. So a lot of people that are feeling that anxiety for the holidays, there's a lot of things that, that they could do to, first of all, you want to provide yourself with some tools Make sure that you're going when there's not a lot of people, if you are going to go out and shop. And don't feel obligated. If you have to, ask people their general needs. Like, what is it that you kind of want? I don't want, you know, I'm going to get you something anyways. What in general, what is it that you actually were wanting or been wanting? Give me several things. I might not get you everything, but there might be something that I could find for you. So don't be afraid to ask people. Because that's going to alleviate a lot of stress, trust me. Not knowing what to get somebody or worried about getting somebody the right thing adds a lot of stress to people. And when you alleviate some of that stress, hey, you know, go for it. A lot of people like to just go out and buy gift cards. That's easy. That's easy. That's that's cheating. (laughs) Some people feel that. Hey, a lot of people feel that way. I don't like it personally. So how do you feel about gift cards then? It depends on our relationship. I mean, if I really don't know what the hell you want. Like for my boy's wedding, when we went to his wedding, I don't know what the hell they want. Because I didn't even know we were supposed to get a gift <laughs> for the wedding. My cousin told me, he was like, dude, did you get a gift yet? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, hey, you want to get a gift, stupid? I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. So I went the same, like, or the day before. And I went and got a gift. And I just got him a gift card. So I didn't know what to get him. Do you think gift cards are impersonal? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but see. it depends on the person, though. So if they're cool with gift cards. If they're cool with that. Then get them a gift card so they can spend it how they want to spend it. My mom's always telling me, give me a gift cards to either Joanne's or Michael's. Those are her favorite places. But then I feel like gift cards are impersonal, you know. But if it's something that somebody really wants, then Because it's I all guess, about the thought. Yeah. It's all about the thought for me. But... And, and there's it seems like there's more thought into finding that gift and, and getting them, you know, getting them that special thing. However... Some people may disagree and say, well, I'd rather get somebody a gift card so that they can go out and buy what they want instead of giving them something that they don't want. Mm-hmm. So there's give and take for gift cards. A lot of people like them. A lot of people don't. I just think that the point I wanted to stress as far as the holidays go <clears throat> is that it's all about the company, though. It's all about the family time that you spend. Yeah. I could give a shit about the gifts. Well, there's also families that, like... Like your family, how they play the white elephant game. Mm-hmm. You know, so people are just giving gifts just for that white elephant game. They're bonding, though. You know, to me, it's just the most important, just appreciating each other's time. And playing those games is part of bonding. No, yeah, of course. I just, I feel like that's what the holidays are about, though, you yeah. know, spending time with each other. And it should be like that. It should be about <clears> that. That's the only thing I get excited about during the holidays because I know that everyone's going to come together. Whether they like it or not, everyone's everyone's <laughs> gonna be available there. But I enjoy, I genuinely enjoy everybody's time on both sides of my family. You know, I do like the holidays and the atmosphere of the holidays because the decorations are there, the lights are there, and it it just makes it different. And I I understand like, of course, it's very important throughout the year to get together, have dinners and stuff like that, and everyone should do that. And the holidays should just be an extra step up because it's just basically the lights are there, the trees there. It's you know you have that atmosphere of of either Thanksgiving or or Christmas. You know, even Halloween has its own feeling. That's you know? my favorite. I just like the general vibe of uh, October. It's awesome. It's always been my favorite. It's just like dark and it's creepy. 
And it just has this whole other vibe that <laughs> the other seasons don't offer. And that's all I've always like, like my favorite thing to do around uh, like soon as October's approaching is start watching all the Michael Myers movies and the Friday the 13th mm. and any, any, any of those classic Hocus horror. Focus. Uh, well, yeah, that, that's more of a, like from a, a childhood one, but like all those uh, horror movies that come out through the holidays and then maybe decorate the house or something like that. But I just like the overall vibe of it. Maybe because when I was a kid, Halloween was the day that you get to go out and you get to kind of separate yourself from your parents when you get old enough to go trick-or-treat yeah. or something like that. <laughs> you could just leave the house and go out with your friends and just be stupid, you know, just be kids. Yeah. And that's that's probably where uh, I got my love for, the hol- or for Halloween because I remember I used to have this neighbor that uh, every year, because his, his house was one of those houses where it was a free-for-all. Like you go to his house and you know his parent, his dad is not gonna be there most of the time, and anything goes in that house. Like you just go over there and there's no rules. So that was his house. And then during uh, Halloween, he would always set up his house, like uh, we always try to do a theme of like a haunted house or something like that. And uh, we were only what we were like middle school, so it seemed like a lot bigger than what it was. Yeah. And uh, he set up all the lights inside, and he had like a strobe light going, and we were just having having a good-ass time, and then the people would come, and we'd be, like, scaring them and shit and coming out of the bushes <laughs> and having the creepy music on. But it was a whole it was a whole thing, you know? It was, there was no parents. It was just us kids. So that, that was a, that's, that's more or less what I liked about. I like the holidays. I, I love the feeling of holidays. I even like Easter. A lot of people don't like Easter. I like Easter. I like it for my nephews. Yeah. I like getting them baskets. Yeah, that's cool. I get the dog's baskets. Do you really? Yeah, little dog toys, dog treats in there. Did but you ever get baskets as a kid? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, me too. But the way my mom did it was we would wake up Easter morning with a basket above our head. Hmm. So she would tell us, oh, yeah, the Easter bunny showed up last night. And you put it on, a, on your head. <laughs> well, not on my head, but, you know, like on the headboard of the bed or, or right next to our bed or whatever. I know. used to always find the baskets. Oh, okay. My mom okay. would have tried to tell me it was from the bunny. Yeah. Well, I would always go in the room and look. I would always find their baskets, the baskets in there. You know, this year what I did for the dogs was I got their Easter baskets and I put them out in the yard. And uh, I had them go in the yard and they found their baskets, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. It's fun to put the, the stuff together. Like for my little nephews, they're, they're, they're young, they're like five and eight or five and seven or something like that. But I like going to the Dollar Tree or to Walmart and then picking out their, their shit and Filling putting it together. Because I like to put stuff in there that I used to think was exciting. Because, you know, you remember how exciting it was when you were young? Yeah. You never, you, to you, that was like the whole world. That's the thing, too. You know, a lot of the holidays are meant for the kids. You know, it's it's just something for them to look forward no, to. No, I think so, kids. too. I think it's it, it's creating that atmosphere for them and letting yeah. them just be young and letting their imagination run wild. Feel and that joy. Create, yeah, create that world for them. That way they can look back and be like, I want to do that same thing for my kids and, you know, keep that tradition alive. I think it's important. But you can yeah, still yeah. keep it alive as an adult, too, though. Yeah. Who's to say you can't have fun? It's just in a different way. Yeah, that's right. It is. It, it just is. it just evolves like into it. enjoying things in a different way the older you get. I mean, you just, you're able to do more things. So. <laughs> We're all just staring at him. <laughs> We're just yeah. running out of shit to say. We tried to go for a second one. You think it's harder doing a second one? Um, not really. I mean, it just depends on our topics. Yeah, it depends on our topics. Always a little more prepared. And then, you know, my tooth started hurting too, so okay. I was like... All right, we'll, we'll wrap it up, and then I'll go and edit it and see if there's anything we can keep from here. If not, we'll, we'll trash it. We have, a, we have one prior to this that came out really good, so... Yeah, how much good. time do we have on this one? Uh, we're at 52 minutes, but if I'm going to cut, it'll be a little bit less than that. So what I'm going to say is this. We just wanted to dive into it real quick and just kind of get in and get out. We didn't really want to spend too much time BSing. We kind of just wanted to give our thoughts on maybe the holidays and a little bit of anxiety. and Just kind of go into a couple of things here and there. But uh, coming up, we'll have more episodes in depth on, on certain things that we think are important that we need to, you know, dive into a lot more. Do you think and, holidays are commercialized? Like, I mean, do you think they, the, I, I believe that, like, the holidays that we have, the industry has really pushed them for sales. Oh, yeah, it's it, all, it's it, all, it's, 
It's all for profit. Yeah, especially Valentine's. It's still Day, a great yeah. premise. I think it's a great idea, but yeah, it's all it's all driven. It's all money driven. Yeah. It's just so someone can make a dollar. <laughs> really, in the at the end of it, I mean, think about it. Every twenty seconds, there's a commercial on TV trying yeah. to sell you something, and the holidays is no different. Yeah, that's right. And now all the Black Friday holiday uh, commercials are coming out. <sighs> yeah, but um, that's all really all I wanted to get into right now. I mean. Real short one today. We didn't want to really go in depth about too much stuff. Just kind of keep on a lighter note Yeah. today. You don't always want to get dark and heavy. I mean, but I mean, that's really all I had to add for today. If you want to wrap it up. That's all I have to We're already almost an hour. <laughs> yeah, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Ice cream. So get you in, get you out. Yeah, you know, enjoy your holidays. Remember, don't drink and drive. There's always a ride out there for you. Be safe. Enjoy your loved ones. Have fun. Don't get stressed out. Don't appreciate feel obligated. Them. And appreciate everyone. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Please. That's right. And that's it, man. That's all I got to say. We are the PL3 Podcast. I am Victor Jr. Marcus Mark. Bye. Later.